Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bullet the Podcast. I'm Moose Lumstrom. And I'm Adam Wilkie. Adam, where are we, my man? We are at the Brush Emporium. We are at the Brush Emporium, and they're getting ready to open, but well, by the time this comes out, they've yep. been it's open already. Looking good. they got some vendors in here. There's some really cool stuff in here. Dude. That is some pretty cool stuff in here. And actually, as we get going in the background of our guest today, you'll see uh, Gu- Gu- uh, Guzman Boots. He's actually, <laughs> there's actually all handmade boots. Uh, all his cool. stuff, belt buckles, everything he does, and they're going to be sold here at the Emporium, along with a lot of other stuff we'll talk about here in a little bit. I need bit. that skull to put on the front of my truck. <laughs> a big old cow skull with those horns, uh, that'd be cool. We can try and steal it, but uh, <laughs> since we just ratted ourselves I, I out. I don't wear boots, but I take the skull. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have a guest today. We do. Adriano Otero, how are you today? I'm good, and you? I'm, I'm really good. I, I'd, I'd take a shot at your last name, but it's it's super short. What a great short name you have. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to spell, hard to pronounce. I, you know what? That's fair. Uh, Adriana actually has a lot of things going on in her life. She's actually a, she's a big deal here in Brush, Colorado, my book. You're the uh, chamber president. I am, just, yes. Just recently, though, yes? Uh, yeah, just started, well, just was inducted as president this year. That's cool, though, man. That's uh, So far, so good? Do you like it? Yeah, so far, so good. Really? Have any plans to change it all around? I mean, not completely change it all around, but, you know, definitely maybe some some additions and small changes, not anything too big. Right, right. What's your biggest plan to have right now? What's your, what's, what's your what's top of the wish list? So probably top of the wish list is to just elaborate more on the Cinco de Mayo that we had last year. Oh, so last year cool. was kind of our tester year. Um, just kind of did something small at the library. This year is going to be bigger um, and in downtown Brush again, but we've got three um, different types of musical acts and it'll be more of a full day. Um, we'll have vendors, food vendors, so bigger than last year for sure. That's very cool. Huge Hispanic uh, community here, too, so it should go over like uh, like hotcakes, right? Yeah, well, and it's funny because last year um, they we severely underestimated that the amount of people we were going to have. I think we thought, oh, you know, it's going to be small, you know, especially because it was going to be on a Thursday. We were thinking, oh, maybe we'll have like 100 people or something. Right. And we ended up having like over 300. That's awesome, though. So, I mean, definitely shows that there's there's a need for something like that and that the community can is going to be there to support something like that. So it's actually on Cinco de Mayo, not like the weekend after? or So it'll be the weekend, okay. well, the weekend after, because Cinco de Mayo, I think, is on a Friday, which, I mean, Brush doesn't have school on Fridays, but Fort Morgan and the surrounding right. areas do. Sure. Um, and, you know, the Hispanic community, we like to have a good time. Well, that's okay. You know, and it's even better if we don't work the <coughs> next day so we can have some time to recover from a right. good time. So right. one of the, some of the feedback that we got last year was, you guys should do it on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing this year. It'll be May 6th. I'm a vanilla bean, and so I've been to the white half's weddings and the Hispanic half's weddings, and I can tell you which one had the bigger hangover. I can tell you which one I had. <laughs> fun at, you know, motor cerveza, motor cerveza, Mr. Voki, right? Yep. Also a, a realtor here in town. I am, yeah. I own Best Life Realty. Um, opened it up 2019, of course, the year before COVID. Um, but I've been licensed in August. It'll be 10 years. That's awesome. Whatever made you get into that? You know, it's funny. I was, <laughs> I was actually just looking for a job, and it was kind of a, a I guess, a 
by chance type of thing. I was calling everywhere, hoping to find like some kind of like receptionist type job or something because I was trying to get, you know, I had just had my daughter. I was like, you know, I'm ready to go back to work, but I didn't want to do waitressing. I wanted to do something different. So right. called a bunch of insurance companies and a bunch of real estate offices. And most of them were like, yeah, no, we're good. But of course, this was 2000. 12 so i mean a lot of offices were still recovering from you know our lovely housing crisis so they were like yeah we don't need any help we're good right and as luck would have it i ended up calling um adam walter um who was my previous employer and broker and he um and his wife had just recently bought the gateway office of brush and i called them said hey i'm you know looking for a job, willing to go back to school, be an assistant, whatever. And he's like, well, I'll come in for an interview. Um, so came in for an interview and convinced them to hire me on as an assistant. And then while I was his assistant, I got my real estate license and been doing it ever since. That's very cool, man. That's very cool. Kind of a stressful job, I'd imagine, though, yeah? You know, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Most of the time, yeah. We're going to get into that a little more after... We tell some stories, though. But before we get into that, I want to say, if you're new to the podcast, welcome to the Bullocker Podcast. On this podcast, what we do is we bring our guest, hey, Adriana. She's going to tell us three stories about her life. Now, here's the kicker. Only two of these stories are true. One's actually either made up, borrowed, or halfway made up. Now, Adriana, without going into great detail, is it a borrowed story? Did you halfway make it up, or is it all the way made up? It is borrowed. It's a borrowed story. <laughs> the reason I laugh because those are tough because it is a true story, mm-hmm. just not your true story. Yeah. That's that's and it depends on how well they tell it. We've had some borrowed stories that well, last time we were here with uh, Craig. Yeah, his was a borrowed. His was a borrowed and story, and it he told it like it was he like had passion. It's about a stolen horse, and oh, I thought God. this poor bastard stole someone's horse, and it was, <laughs> you know, well. He stole his ex-wife's horse. Stole his his horse back from (laughs) From his his ex-wife. See, it gets deeper and darker the whole time. It just sounds like something that would happen, though. It really does. uh, But if you like what you see, hey, please make sure you, uh, on the bottom right-hand corner of the screen, there's little red dots, our subscribe button. Hit that, because it's a... Small click for you, but a huge click for us. Huge click for us. Also, if you see it and you like Adriana, share this podcast. Share the episode on Facebook, man. Get it out there and... uh, let everybody know what a crazy woman this person is. <laughs> right. But you kind of put the brakes on, you said, because you, you got to yeah. tone it down a little bit. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a professional. I mean, definitely had a wild side all, before real uh, estate. Yeah. But, you know, once you become fresh, you got to tone that down a little bit. I'm going to give you a story about a Ron Shaver. Do you know Ron Shaver, the old mayor? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Ron, uh, the day that they, well, uh, Steve left, the city manager, mm-hmm. and Ron became the intern for a while. Right. The day that they found that out, he was doing the podcast. So he calls Adam and he says, hey, I'm going to do this interim thing. I got to tone it down. I got to change the stories and I got to tone it down. I go, okay, Ron. And so his uh, <laughs> stories were uh, getting a drug dealer, uh, setting his shit on fire, right? Yeah, threatened to, to uh, start all his possessions on fire over $400. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like this. I'm like, this is toning it down. So, Ron, we're going to get you back on the podcast because I want to see what the shitty stories were that you decided to take down. They're too saucy. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, threatening somebody for $400 was, was toning it down. Like, well, well, how bad are the other ones? <laughs> but to be fair, it was the 70s. So, I mean, 400 bucks was probably yeah. four grand now. But, uh, True. Yeah, but so Ron decided he was just going to spray gasoline everywhere and light them on fire. So, that's... <laughs> you're old mayor for Morgan, you badass, Ron. He's a good man. So, Adriana, you ready to tell some stories? I am. All right, Adam. You want to read them off for me, right. big guy? We've got almost deadly bite, 
potty mouth and uninvited guests. <laughs> I always like the stories. I like the titles, man. So you want to pick first? You want me to pick first, bro? Uh, you can go ahead. Okay. Uh, you know what? I, there's one, obviously, I always want to say. I, it sticks out to me first, but uh, I always want to hear it last. So instead, I want to hear, uh, let's hear uninvited guests. Okay. So that one is my real estate story. So, well, it's, you know, as, of course, you're a realtor, you, you always get, you're kind of always on call, right? Mm-hmm. So there's always, you know, you, you, I learned to not put my phone on do not disturb because you never know what kind of call you're going to get in the middle of the night, right? So I had this listing out in the country, and it was probably, I think, like County Road, Key or something like that, way out in, like, well, in the middle of nowhere. So I get a call from somebody at like nine o'clock at night. It was the neighbor that lived down the street. And she tells me, hey, there's the lights are on in your listing and there's a bunch of people walking around. Tell her, wait, are you serious? Like you're not like seeing something? You know, me thinking maybe, you know, somebody the last showing just left the lights on or something. And she's like, no, there's 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 actual shadows. There's people walking through the listing. I'm thinking, oh, my God. Well, this listing was vacant. Okay. So there should have been nobody walking around. Right. So I go through my records to see if there's somebody scheduled to be showing it. I don't have a showing scheduled at that time, and it's 9 o'clock at night. Like, who goes and looks at a house at 9 o'clock at night? Crackheads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, of course, you know, my sellers are out of town, so they can't just drive down there and go over there. And, of course, I don't want to bother them at, like, you know, they lived out of state, so their time it's like 11 o'clock i'm like i don't want to call them with that kind of phone call in the middle of the night right. they're gonna be pretty pissed off and they'd be like what what are you doing adriana yeah, yeah yeah so i call wake up my husband i'm like hey like we we need to drive out to the showing because of course i'm not going to go out to a show a property in the middle of nowhere by myself where i know there's people that i don't know i'm not that crazy well right? uh, nobody is that's <laughs> no. that's asking for trouble yeah <laughs> right so i i call, call my husband i'm like hey i need you to come out to this listing with me we need to go find out what's going on so we get there and by the time we get there those people are still there so i walk in and i'm like hey um you know i'm the listing agent my name's so-and-so and i need you like who are you what are you doing here and they're like oh well we're no you're fine we're just you know we're just looking at the house i'm like yeah, you're not supposed to be here. Like, who are you, the buyers? Like, are you an agent? I don't have right. anybody scheduled to be here at this time. And they're like, oh, no, we're, we're the buyers. Okay, where's your agent? Well, we our agent's in Denver. <laughs> Why is your agent in Denver? How'd you get in? Yeah. Oh, well, our, it's fine. Our agent texted us the code, and she said, you know, the house is vacant, so feel free to come on in and, you know, look around anytime. Was it completely empty, though? Was there? Yeah, it was completely empty, thankfully, okay. but they were, like, right. they just were helping themselves, and there was probably five or six people in there. Like, they had, like, their whole family, and they're looking around, like, and they did not see what the big <laughs> deal was of them going and looking at the house at 9 o'clock at night. I was like, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to leave. Like, you can't be right. here without an agent like this is right. how squatting happens yeah I, I, you <laughs> took the words out of my mouth i just got done watching the shameless episode where that anyway go ahead sorry <laughs> I yeah. so yeah i mean i kicked them out and they were you know pissed off so i had to find find out who their agent was and call her and remind her not to be giving people the lockbox code because in real estate people are not supposed to have lockbox code it's supposed right. to be only licensed agents or right. so right yeah fun times i'll tell you a story since the uh, statute of limitations is now gone on <laughs> so, um, when i bought my house uh 
my mom's best friends was the realtor. Mm -hmm. So she just kind of did it for me. Uh, so when I was pretty sure I was going to buy it, she gave me the codes. She says, go look around, honey. Go check it out. But I just don't tell anybody. Don't you tell anybody. And I was like, all right, calm down. Calm down. So I got to check out the house the whole week. Just go over there, kind of hang out, walk around, you know, make the decisions. So, but See she was also, she was, she was, <laughs> <laughs> Test the plumbing because you know I'm big on that. You know what I'm saying? Can, can you take a punch plumbing? Because if not, we're not going to mix. You know, I can't live here for long. So, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a good deal. But she was also going to retire in like six months. So, but but still, the part of the story where you're like, that's a big no no. She was like adamant about. Oh yeah. And don't nobody with you. Oh no, yeah. Nobody like with you, you. You can lose your license for that. Right. Right. And her son showed up by the way to check out the house. Her oh. son. And uh, he brings beer, so we sit in the kitchen drinking beer, <laughs> putting it in my future cupboards. You know what I mean? As I found them moving in, I'm like, these people must have been drunks that bought this house, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. So they left. Did they leave? They left, but they, I mean, they were just kind of, like, annoyed that right. I showed up and, like, kicked them out. Like, they were bothered that I was. How there. dare like, you? Yeah. How yeah. dare you kick me out? I'm just trying to show myself around the house. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can't do that. Yeah. I like the way when you told them who you were, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, you're fine. You can stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, they were like, oh, no, you're fine. You're not bothering us. I'm like, no, you don't get, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> like, bitch, my picture's on the poster out front. You like, know what I'm like, this is mama's house. You understand? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, yeah people are. Legally, I can cut every one of you, just so you know. Legally. <laughs> <laughs> I call 5 0 on that ass. Yeah, people are, they're, they're entitled pricks, man. Oh, yeah. They're horrible, man. But how, how, uh, that obviously doesn't happen all the time, but stuff like that, how often does that happen where people just want to walk on you for stuff? Oh, God, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. They just want to take all these liberties. Yeah. Even if they don't think they're going to buy the house, just, right? Just. Yeah. I mean, I've had, God, I probably finally started putting my phone on dinner disturb after a certain hour because yeah. I would get calls from people at one o'clock in the morning, 12 o'clock in the morning, like asking me questions about stuff. I'm like, <laughs> What question can I possibly answer for you at one o'clock in the morning right. that can't wait until like eight or nine a.m.? Right, right. Like, it can't possibly be that urgent. Yeah. Well, if you're high and you're thinking about it, you, you know, know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's color right now. Right. What color is the kitchen? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my god. Right now it's black because it's dark outside. <laughs> Do you right. not know that? Now, why don't you go over there right now? I'll show you. It'll be red with your blood, you son of a bitch. <laughs> What do you think about that, Adam? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. It's, uh, that's why I like to have a diverse uh, diverse uh, group of people on here, like a realtor. There's just different jobs. Mm -hmm. I think it's cool because there's a lot of stuff. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. I don't know. I know dick about realty. Like, if I had to resell my house, <laughs> you're probably getting a phone call because I would mess that up in the worst way. But that's uh, interesting because everybody puts When you deal with the public, mm -hmm. you have stories. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got stories to deal with the public, right? It's because mm -hmm. people are crazy. People oh, are yeah. idiots. But every now and again, you're the idiot. So it all yeah. it all equals out. You know what I mean? So very yeah. true. And most times, I'm the idiot. So, all right, Mr. Voki, I like that one too. It, uh, there was one thing in there that stuck out that she said. So all right, you got a little red flag. Okay, a little red flag. All right, okay. Um, we got potty mouth and almost deadly bite. What do you want to hear? I'm gonna go with almost deadly bite. All right. <laughs> okay. Like so you wanted last. Yeah, that's a cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that one i was like probably elementary-ish middle school so it involved a couple other people so my brother at the time um older brother was working at mcdonald's 
and this was god years i don't even know if mcdonald's does this anymore but at the end of like his shift the burgers that they had like made that didn't get sold like they would let the employees either like take them home or like buy them for like super cheap so mm-hmm. when he was working at mcdonald's he would always come home at the end of his shift with like this bag full of like cheeseburgers right right so me and my brother and sister have always been like super competitive with each other and this one day he comes home from work and we're sitting all sitting in the backyard you know eating some big macs and he has this idea he's like oh let's see who can take the biggest bite <laughs> like okay so oh, no. i mean my brother's like seven years older than me so of course he's you know got his big mouth but me this you know cocky little like 12 year old is like no i can take a bigger bite yeah, yeah. yeah so he starts takes this huge bite and you know takes it out and he's like oh, okay yeah it's big bite and my sister goes and she takes this big bite too and then you know cocky ass me comes up and take this huge bite well my mouth apparently was not big enough for the bite okay. so <laughs> i try to take it out and i can't pull it out so then my brain is like okay well i'll just like try to like chew it and like swallow it so i can get rid of it right so i start like chewing and you know Still not working well, so I still keep trying, 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 try to swallow it. Manage to swallow like a couple little pieces, and then like there's a piece that just is not going down. Oh no! So I'm sitting here like, you know, doing yeah, this thing, yeah. and my brother and sister first are like laughing. They're like, "What the hell is this girl?" Here? And then I'm like, "Like I'm choking you, idiot!" So luckily, yeah, my yeah, brother yeah. knew like a little bit of Heimlich because he had been I don't know, nursing home or something like that, CNA for a little while. So it comes up behind me, pushes, you know, does the Heimlich on me, and out flies this, like, giant piece of Big Mac. I was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, I I mean, my (coughs) face was turning from what they told me. My face was, like, turning red and purple, and, like, I I could not breathe. So a Big Mac almost, like, killed me. Almost did you in, man. Yeah. (laughs) How many times have you almost choked in your life, honestly? Uh, I don't know. No? I can handle food pretty well dude. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's not much to get the best of me when it comes to food every now and again though something slips past the old goalie you know what i mean you're, mm-hmm. yeah you ever like choke on like your own like saliva or yeah. like air oh, come on i'm a fat guy <laughs> <laughs> i'm probably gonna do it tonight you know i have a machine to keep me from doing that it's called a cpap <laughs> <laughs> but, yes i have it's it, or you just swallow wrong sometimes mm-hmm. you just and then you just can't catch your breath yeah, yeah. that's scary how old were you Maybe 10, 11? I have to ask you a question. I hope this doesn't lead down a dark road. <laughs> uh, you said it was your brother at the time. Is he still? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's still my brother. I'm just saying at the time. Okay. Um, at the time okay. he was working. Though. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> next time we did the Big Mac, he took the bigger bite, started choking. And I was like, no, dude, you tell me I'm the king. <laughs> or, or no, I'm like, you can die. Okay. That's how bad I want to win this. So. <laughs> Okay, he's still around. He's still working. He, he is, yeah. Okay. He's. It's. I mean, I don't know that I. I probably could, but he's a lot taller than me, so I don't know that I would be able to. To actually give him the Heimlich if he was the oh, one that was choking. So you just. You know, you just, you just like, punch, punch right really there. Hard. Yeah. What, what's your brother's name? Richard. What's up, Richard? I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're still alive, buddy. Okay. <laughs> is he gonna watch this? Probably. All right. Well, and if your sister punches you in the gut, she's just trying to save she's your life. She's trying to save your no, life, man. It's all exactly good. It. It's tough love, baby. It's <laughs> tough love, Richard. <laughs> you know, what's Richard do now? Uh, so he works for Morgan County Motors. Nothing to eat there. No. Nothing to eat there. 
But there is that food truck across. At, um, what is it? San, San Miguel, yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah, really? It's, yeah, it's good. I need to start hitting some food trucks, man. You do. I do. The chicken one, right? Where the old budget. Mm-hmm. That what's well, that? yeah, that one. I don't even know what it's called. See the, how you the, chicken, up, the chicken place. You yeah, might not be here at the end of the podcast. Let's <laughs> hear like a story. Go I'm going to start, I'm gonna start drooling. <laughs> he was like, fuck, I they They're just open Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, really? The guys at work, all of them are like, you've been get that chicken. Like, it's the new drug on the street. I'm like, no, I, I, I had a Man, you got to get some of that chicken, homie. I'm like, okay, dude, calm down, dude. So <laughs> You got to get that fixed. <laughs> yeah. The last Friday of the month during the summer is uh, chicken day at BJC. So... <laughs> <laughs> what is BJC? Big John's Construction. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. <laughs> this is going down a weird path. Man, <laughs> yeah, goes over there and gets like two or three orders of chicken. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. So when we want chicken, now we know we just pretend to work at <laughs> yeah, yeah. BJC and we go get ourselves some chicken. We go in and we say, we need, we need some shit built. Go give me the catalog yeah. and I'll sit here and have some chicken. It just happens to look. be there at just yeah, the right time. Yeah, yeah. What is it? What time is that? And what days? It's like the last Thursday or Friday of the month. All right, between last like, Thursday or Friday. We're between all meeting. like June and September. Yeah, you know what? That's okay. <laughs> we'll all be down there, right? Free chicken day at uh, Big Johnson Construction. Which <laughs> is the last place you want to eat something, right? I don't know. We have a picnic table in there. We can set well, up. it's Big Johnson, so I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's another name for chicken? What? Yeah, you know. All right. I'm lost. Okay. <laughs> Runs the clock. All right. We got two down. <laughs> Almost deadly bite. Not invited guest. One more. What do you think? You said you still have one in, in mind? Yeah. Yeah. Richard's alive. That was my, that was all. That's where I thought I called him. So <laughs> I'm lost. You know what I mean? Right. And you have a sister too, right? I do. Okay. Alejandra? Yep. Does she used to work at Laprino? She did. Okay. Okay, and the school board thing came out. One of the guys was like, "Is that the old receiver here?" And that was before my time, so I'm like, "I yep. know." Yeah, she okay. worked that milk receiving. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, yeah. Uh, Willie Johnson, what's up, Willie? I was asking about him because he's been there forever and a day. How long has it been since he's been there? God, probably a good 12, 13 years. Oh, it's been a while then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Alejandra? By the way. Too bad about the Big Mac con- contest, by the way. My, my <laughs> condolences. So, all right, we got one more left. We got uh, potty mouth. All right, so if you know me personally, you know, I kind of have a little bit of a potty mouth. You know, professionally, I, I have to tone it down a little bit. Ding, 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 you ding, know, ding, depending ding. On, on who my client is and how, how comfortable or how, much, how good of friends they are. So, I mean, this one goes back to I was probably it's like six or seven years old. And... I was just sitting in my room, you know, playing with my dolls, and my dad comes into my room, and he's like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, none of your business, you know, right. smart ass me, and he's like, what did you just tell me? Nothing, you know? Yeah. So he tells me, well, you need to go to the bathroom and, like, wash your mouth out with soap and water, you know? So you've probably been told that before, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. six, seven years old, my brain didn't realize you're supposed to spit out the soap and water no no, so, no. yeah you treat it like wine y- yeah <laughs> like i'm sitting there you know <coughs> i'm really thinking i'm trying to like wash my mouth out with like soap <laughs> and water and at the time like i didn't really realize it like in the moment like it was fine you know wash my mouth out with soap and water come back out and then i'm fine well then like a day or two later start puking 
but like not just normal puke, like blood puke. Oh God! I was freaked out. I was like, I could just go to my mom. I'm like, mom, and like regurgitating tons of blood, and she's like freaking out, doesn't know what the hell's going on. Did Richard get you to a Big Max? <laughs> God damn it, Richard. Right? You know, <laughs> well, how many jalapenos were in that big bag, right? <laughs> so she rushes me to the emergency room, and she's got this, like, towel that she's, like, got me puking into, and it's just gushing out blood. We get to the emergency room, and they, you know, do all a bunch of tests, and they're like, oh, we can't figure out what's wrong. So they think it's probably just, like, some kind of food poisoning or something like that. So pop me with some fluids and then send me home. I'm like, all right. So okay for most of the day and then night again here i go puking out blood and it just was not stopping i'm freaking out i'm like mom i don't want to die i don't want to die and she's like freaking out like taking me to the hospital again blood's gushing out like all over i'm like freaked out this towel is like soaked in blood and i'm like oh my god i mean seven years old like you see blood coming out of your mouth you're like okay i'm dying i got cancer like something right 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 right. so this time the hospital instead of letting me go right away they keep me in there they start doing all kinds of tests they draw a bunch of blood they've got like a bunch of like the sensors and they they could not figure out what it was so finally like Three days later, they finally, like, put me with a bunch of different medications. And turns out the soap that I washed my mouth out with, <laughs> I had, like, apparently damaged my esophagus or something in there with, like, the <laughs> chemicals. So the vomiting was my blood, like, my body trying to, like, get it out and, like, reheal. And it took, God, I think I was, like, anemic for, like, a little bit because I just... Like at, yeah. but by the time they got done, like they had to do one more test to make sure that everything was good. And they, I didn't have any more blood really left in my arms. So they had to draw blood out of my leg. Oh my God. To, yeah. It was, I, I seriously think that they used too big of a needle. Cause it was probably like this big. I was like, okay, my legs like this little, like, right. You're going to go all the way through my leg. Like it, you don't have to <laughs> right. go that right, deep right. to get some blood. Be some Looney Tunes shit and they here, took, yeah. God, it was like this much. I'm like, what are you going to do with that much blood? Like, right. I'm so little. Right. So, yeah, like three, four days later, they finally let us out of the hospital, went home, and since then, no more puking out blood. But, you know, if I ever tell you to wash out your mouth with soap and water, like, what kind of don't s- actually swallow it. What kind of soap? Was it hand soap, dish soap? It was like hand soap but it was like the bars so i it was like that irish spring you, you, stuff. You ate I, it? I, I, I swear i took like i took like a bite and i'm sitting there like you know washing like chewing and rinsing out like i thought that's what they meant you know what you're a good daughter man you know what i'm saying i don't live on the street as you're chowing you know i couldn't do it man I had my mouth washed out with soap one time when I was probably, I don't know, it was probably about four or five. Really? <laughs> Helping my dad with something and whatever we were doing wasn't going right. And I looked at my dad and go, well, what the hell are we going to do now, dad? And my mom goes, Adam Bokey, if you say, you don't say that. If you say it again, I'm washing your mouth out with soap. <laughs> about four or five minutes later, he did something. I go, that was one hell of a good idea. <laughs> and off to the bathroom I went, my mom's dragging me. And my parent or my family has the Culligan dealership down in the bar, mm-hmm. and they have Culligan soap, and that shit is nasty. It's made out of like <laughs> lye, and just, I don't know. And she like made me stick my tongue out, 
and she like scrub my tongue and then like take a drink of water, swish it around and spit it out. But I didn't swallow the soap, but <laughs> I don't think there. I've ever had my mouth washed out of soap. Really? Uh, well, I was raised with my Hispanic grandma oh, okay. and she was like four or five. I don't, whatever the legal mid, uh, legal height is for a little person. 4'11". Okay, well, then she oh, was like two inches taller than that. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, so she was like my aunt. I'm 5'1". Yeah, so, but my mom would always give her shit about being a midget, and she'd get so offended. Like, I'm not a midget. She'd always claim the two-inch rule. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm legally, legally. That, that's the same thing I do. <laughs> but she'd also kick your ass. You know what I mean? She's like, she wasn't afraid of anything. She's always been that size. So I don't know if it was like little man syndrome she had, but she got <laughs> tough. I love you, Grandma. I love you, Grandma. <laughs> but she got tough. So uh, she just hit you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she's all off. She ain't going to waste soap on your ass. That's, she's just going <laughs> to smack. My mom was always cool, but uh, she had slapped. My, my friends came over. Ace, rest your soul, buddy. And we were uh, at the kitchen table, and she'd feed everybody, too. That's just her gig. She was a housewife mm-hmm. her whole life. And Ace had said the F word and calmly walked over there. I mean, he just cracked him one, just pimp slapped him. Yeah, him. and he stared at me, and I just kept eating my eggs. I'm like, I I want to help out, but I don't want to get involved. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I don't You want to keep all your teeth. That's what it is, man, because she will kick the shit out of you, man. She'll climb up your leg and start beating you. So, <laughs> but that's why, uh, that's probably why I have a potty mouth today, because uh, I probably should have had a few more washings, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. Well, see, you probably had so much of you holding back repressing for all it. those years, repressing all repressed, it. and then when you could finally do it, you're like, all right, I'm letting out. Yeah. <laughs> and there was one other time I had this, I don't even know where we got it, some little stupid plastic. It was a whistle that was shaped like a bird, and you put soap, like Bond dish soap and water in it, mm-hmm. or like the bubble soap. Oh, you know kind of what I'm talking about? And you yes. blow on it, <clears throat> and it would sound like a bird, but it would blow bubbles out the yeah, beak. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? This thing was red. So my grandma puts the bubbles in there, and I'm blowing. But then I needed to take a breath, so I went, and I, like, sucked in, like, through the strong suck of that soap back into my mouth. <laughs> and I did swallow that. Oh, that was the worst. See, when you said you swallowed soap, I thought that story was going to go a way different way. Like, you cleaned out your mouth and your bowels. That's what I thought was going to happen there. <laughs> I was looking forward to start burping bubbles. Yeah, but. yeah, no. <laughs> that was going to happen. I always thought when you ate soap, that's what happens. It just it just cleans you out, man, like a laxative. So, I, now well, we know. Maybe, it was, maybe I got lucky and it was like this super potent type of soap. I don't well, know. Well, but then again, I never heard anybody eat a bar of soap <laughs> that wasn't stoned. Okay. <laughs> what high as shit, you know, so. But that's uh, that's funny. The whole time she's talking about, I'm thinking, is this dish soap or hand soap? Because I mean, she's like, <laughs> no, Andrew, don't mess yeah, around. Yeah, but it yeah was... don't don't eat a bar of hand soap. Do you have hand soap in your house right now? I do, but it's the liquid. Liquid. One. That's what I'm asking. You don't have a bar, right? <laughs> no. Your kids ask me because like, I love you. That's why. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to be paying no emergency room visits. You're bleeding to death. <laughs> right. From the dial on the damn yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think, man? <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, dude. That was... Yeah, are you from uh, Brush? Or are you from around here at all? Um, I mean, mostly. I grew up around here since I was like nine. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, that makes you from here. Yeah, right. pretty so, much. As, yeah. Like as close as you can get. Really. Yeah, Brush be diggers, baby. <laughs> what year did you graduate from here? Two thousand six. Oh my God, we got a baby here today. <laughs> a young and yeah, we're both ninety four. <laughs> That's how. So just like a couple of years before. Yeah, yeah. So we were drinking a kegger while you were throwing up on soap. That's where, <laughs> that's about how that math works out. No, not even, right? Yeah, I'll be about that, yeah. 12 years. 
How old were you? We were at our ten. We did our ten year anniversary, ten year reunion before you even graduated. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> She's a sophomore. Oh, my gosh. Good for you, then. That's awesome. Are you the youngest? I am. I'm the baby. Are you the baby? You Alejandro than Richard? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you. what do you think, man? I think I got one. You do? Yeah. I think I do, too, but I think for different reasons. I'm going to take a shot out of the dark on this one. So, <laughs> uh, And I think it's a dirty pool because I think... Uh, I recognize part of a story from another friend, so, uh, but I could be completely wrong with that. Well, before uh, we decide, uh, Miss Otero, we uh, rock, paper, scissors to see who, which one of us has to guess first. Okay. Now, how do you rock, paper, scissors? Do you rock, paper, scissors or rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Probably rock, what? paper, scissors, shoot. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> she does it the right way. Filthy four pumper. <laughs> Or pumper soap eater. What are you proud about? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we're gonna do. So we're doing four pumps this time. Yeah. I hate that. All right, ready? <laughs> Damn you! God, you finally, Damn you! I finally won something in twenty-three. <laughs> Before we guess, I do want to say once again, bullhucker.com. Check us out. All our episodes are on there. Bottom right-hand corner of the screen is a red subscribe button. Please press that. It's a. We've already done this once, I know, but it's I a. Know. Small click for you, but a huge click for us. I'm so proud of you. you've been getting it all the time, dude. I'm just, I'm just, I'm showcasing you. I'm, I'm bragging about Adam Bokey right now. Do you see what I'm saying? Adriana, where do they find you online for your stuff? Um, so you can find me. I mean, you want social website? Um, so you, my website is bestlifearty.com. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Snapchat. I want to sell YouTube. a house, Adriana. What's the best way to get a hold of you? Best way is to just call my cell phone. Okay. 970-370-0135. And she does have a do not disturb in case your junky ass wants to call at 2 in the morning and ask what the, what the bathroom looks like, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, right? Fair. All right. So I lost that bad boy again. So almost deadly bite, potty mouth, and uninvited guests. So I think almost deadly bite is a true story. Okay, I don't know why. I just didn't see, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Uh, potty mouth. You told that with a lot of conviction. I think that really happened to you. You probably won't live that down. So, <laughs> I'm picking uninvited guests for the only reason is the area you gave us. I had a friend that happened to out there, but the story was a little different about how they came to the wrong house. It's it's a different story, but the, there's a lot of similarity. So, and you said it was a borrowed story, so I think I'm going to go ahead and pick that one. I think that is the chink, the little chink in your armor. So, what do you think, Vogue? Well, <clears throat> odds are going to be in her favor because I'm going with the same one. Really? I mean, they didn't guess. What is your red flag you sent <clears throat> out? So, she said that the house was on, like, Road Q out by Weldona. Road Q's on the south side of Fort Morgan. Right. Well, Dona's like J whatever out that way. It's the DLD. Yeah. And yeah. so the I used to deliver pizzas, so I, I was like, ooh, <laughs> that's not right. High school job screws you again. Granted, I'm sure you've sold hundreds of houses and you don't remember exactly where they all are, but I think you would remember where the house where the party was at 9 o'clock at night would be. So that's why I'm going that way. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna gang up on you, Adriana. <laughs> Why don't you show us your board and see what you got? You are correct. 
correct. It is unwinding. <laughs> yes. yes. I should. I picked the wrong row. I should have said county road Y. And said, then you would have never guessed it. She said that, but then well, you're right because it's in the same county. Because you go to different counties, it starts right. over, right? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. kind of what in my back of my head I thought. Well, it's probably. I don't know the back road. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, who did you borrow that from? So I borrowed that from a realtor I used to work with. So that actually did happen to her. Really? Mm-hmm. I Josh Finley had a story. Remember this? He had got a his his camera went off in his house. Uh, there was a realtor who had brought people to look at a house. Oh, his I, his I neighbor. Do remember this. And they got the wrong house, and they went to his house. He didn't lock it. Oh. So they're in Josh's house scoping things out, not trying to rob him. These people are really looking to buy this house. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what's it? And so his realtor's like, oh, is this the wrong house? He's like, well, don't you know where it's? <laughs> don't you know where your listing is? Yeah. So well, it actually happened recently, too. I can't I want to say it was like up in Denver. Wiggins. It just happened recently, too, where the agent went to the house that was next to the house that was listed. You know what? I'm going to stop you there. If it's anything like the houses are being put up everywhere, they're all cookie-cutter houses. Every time I drive by one of those damn housing units, I used to be quite the drinker, yes? Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I would not want to be drunk going home with one of those damn houses because my neighbors would see me <laughs> slaughtered. Why? Oh, Larry, it's Larry. He's on the, he's on the floor again, you know? Because they Three look. houses down, Moose. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many that, like, they look, they look the same. <coughs> they really do. Wasn't it a key, Larry, when the lawn wasn't dead, that it wasn't your house? I'm sorry. Was that not the... Uh, was that not a red flag that you were in the wrong place? But they're they're going up. We're going to have one here west of Brush here pretty mm-hmm. soon. Coming up, you know, 274 homes or something are going in yep. there. Wow. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's going to be – it's nuts. It's yeah. absolutely nuts. Well, that's uh, – we, we got you. That's uh, you But you know what? Uh, first of all, Almost Deadly Body is a true story. It is. And that's uh, – it's uh, – there's so many times on this podcast that people come on and tell me they're almost – I almost died stories. And I really dig those stories. Because how many times do you think you almost died, honestly? Probably like 10. 10 times. I bet that's – I bet that's low. You know what I mean? <laughs> For anybody. Right. You know what I mean? I told you about my little maneuver at work the other day. I'll tell you about after this. You know what I mean? But <laughs> stuff like that. I just uh, Joe Machuca, your husband said he mm-hmm. watched that episode. Joe had a story. Uh, one of his first stories was almost being abducted as a child. Yeah. You you listened to that story? I saw that one. Yeah, that was and that how, was crazy. How crazy is it that uh, this stuff happens to you? And and for Joe and I asked him about like, how old were you when you finally realized that that could have really been shitty. You know what I mean? Like, I was in a bad position, but too young to know the mm, difference. Right. And he just kind of looked at me for like, I don't think he ever really, you know. When someone said it out loud, it was like, oh, maybe that was a bad deal. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, there's so many stories that I feel like they just kind of <clears throat> happened. Right. And it's not until, like, years later, you're like, oh, my God. Right. How? I almost died. Right. Right. I was almost a story people said about, oh, my God, did you hear about that chick? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just total blind story. Stupid oh, yeah. luck or un- unlucky. I, so I'm the safety manager for Big Jones of Construction, so I travel a lot. I'm okay. always driving. <clears throat> I was almost in three car wrecks in one day up Yeesh. in Minnesota because of the weather. Really? Yeah. It started out at like 7.30 that morning. Almost got rear-ended because we were all sitting on an interstate, and it was all icy. Yeah. We were sitting on an interstate. <clears throat> I'm the last car in the line of traffic that stopped. 
which I hate being the last car. Right. And I look in my rearview mirror and I see this SUV just come up over this hill, just up. all of ass. And I looked at Joel, the guy that was with me. I said, brace yourself. We're about to get hit. And I'm watching. And then I looked down and I turned my truck into four-wheel drive and pulled forward and off to the shoulder. And that SUV went, missed the back of my car or my pickup by about a foot and a half, went into the median or off to the right side toward the on-ramp. Went through that median up the on ramp and smashed into another car coming down the on ramp. Oh, oh my god! And then later that same day, it was icy and I set my, and I hit a, a really slick spot, and my truck slid sideways and we slid down into the ditch and I kept control of it and then back yeah. up yeah. onto the road and barely missed a semi. And then the third one was it had gotten dark. We were headed back to Albert Lee, Minnesota. And it was snowing so hard, I could barely see past the hood of my truck. Yeah. I had to look at my GPS that sucks. to see if the road would straight or if there was a bend oh, or God. whatever. And I told Joel, I said, I'm going to drive by Braille. And I put my right tires on the rumble strip mm-hmm. just so I could tell where I was at. Because I had no idea. where I, I couldn't see anything. Oh, How fast were you driving? 20. Yeah. 25. Yeah, right. And then for some reason, I decided to scoot over to the left. And as I did, about 50 yards later... There was a car sitting straddled the rumble strip, completely stopped. So if I hadn't have moved over, I would have ran right into the back of the. Yeah. Oh God. So I looked at Joel. I go, when we get back, we're going to the Green Mill, and I'm drinking a beer. He goes, you don't drink. I said, I do today, buddy. I do today. <laughs> I do today. <laughs> Yesterday, it was snowing crazy, and I was heading to Akron in the truck, and over Akron Hill, coming down, and this bull hauler behind me, you can't. We can't have patience at all. Mm-hmm. You, you're literally going to pass me in Akron. You know what I mean? He goes to pass me around a turn, and there's a white car coming, and I see it coming the whole time. This just happened yesterday, and I kept. I, I look into my rear view, and I'm like, "Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it, man! Don't do it!" And here he comes, and I kind of like, "Oh shit!" So I, I mean, I I get over past the rumble strip. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. snowing. It's nasty. I, I stay away. If you're in a truck, you stay away from the the yeah. drive. And this poor white car, I mean, barely missed him, too. And this idiot, dude, I mean, shit like that. You know what I mean? He hits that lady. She's dead. She's done. Mm-hmm. She, there's no, she ain't making it, dude. And you can live with that for the rest of your life, you idiot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I guarantee she didn't see it coming. No. You know? At no point in time. She was just trying to get home, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those, that kind of story, almost deadly bite. As, as trivial and silly as that was, kids having fun. How quickly. You oh, know? yeah. How, I'm glad, that's why I'm glad I don't have kids, man. Yeah, thank God my brother knew how to do the Heimlich. <laughs> but we taught you how to punch him so you know she can replace she can she can make a good richard it's all good man. <laughs> right but it's funny because since then like i think i got so traumatized from it like now i chew my food like extra yeah. good right. and like take small right. bites right. so i don't choke again right she like, walks into a restaurant with a blender excuse me <laughs> ma'am what are you right. well i would like when i was younger i used to like count like you know how they're supposed to say you're supposed to chew like food like a certain number of times yeah. so i would sit there and like count yeah, yeah. They think you have ADD is what they think. They think you're autistic. So that's you know? it takes me like an hour to eat like a burrito yeah. now. <laughs> she has the fear of the Big Mac. Uh, and then uh, Potty Mouth, also a true story. Yeah. And how old were you? Seven-ish. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you got to be careful what you tell your kids, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they'll take you quite literally. Oh, yeah. Right? Like. My brain didn't understand that it wasn't supposed to actually like chew it and right. you know swallow it. I'm just right. trying to. Oh, okay, I don't get in trouble. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you ever wash your kid's mouth out? No. no, no. Slap him around. I spanked Harley one time. 
Yeah. And I yelled at her once, and I yelled at her so loud, it scared Brenly so bad she peed her pants. <laughs> so I still feel bad for that. My youngest daughter, Brindley, is 14, and this happened when she was probably about 18 months old oh, or God. two years old. So I still feel like a piece of shit for that You're one. You're not little, dude. I know. <laughs> but, but ever since then, whenever the kids start acting up, all I have to say is, do you want daddy to yell? And, man, it, they straighten their shit up quick. No. So. <laughs> Monster. <laughs> Adriana. Uh Let's talk a little bit about, uh, let's talk about some real estate. Okay. If you had, uh, uh, magically, if people came to you, what do you wish they knew right away? God, um, what do I wish they knew? What do you wish was like almost common knowledge, like that they should know? What, what should I know before even picking a realtor? What's, what do I look for? The first thing you have to do is get qualified for a loan. I can't tell you how many times people either call me and they get pissed off and hang up because they want to look at a house and they get mad at me because I won't show it to them. But they sometimes don't understand how much they can be jeopardizing themselves really by not doing that first. Cause what ends up happening is let's say you call me about a house that's 400,000 and I show it to you. Well, you just fell in love with this house. Right. That's got everything you want. It's perfect. But then you talk to your bank and you find out you're only qualified for 300000 Okay. So the houses that are listed for 300000 are nowhere near the ones that are 400000 Of course. So it's going to make it almost impossible for you to find a house that's going to measure up to the first one I showed you. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, you, so basically, to manage your expectations, oh, yeah. know your limit right away. Yep, know your range before you... Yeah, I've had so many people that are like, I want a three-bedroom, four-bath, and I'm like, what's your budget? Yeah. Like, I want to pay a 1000 bucks a month. I'm like, we yeah. sold that house 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's your second option? Let me point you to a magical time called the 70s. Yeah. You know, that's... See, that's one of the things. I've been looking for a house for years, and... I know a good realtor. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. I know a trillion realtors. Right. So if I pick one, I'm going to piss 15 of them off. So whatever, but... It's like one of those things where you look at the price and then you figure out what your payment's going to be. And it's some of these houses are two, three thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, and that's with a hundred and twenty thousand dollar down payment. They're like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm never going to, I'm going to be a renter forever. That's <laughs> <laughs> to it. Well, I mean, do you think that eventually this is going to fall out in Colorado, the housing market? No. No, not at all. No. And there's a couple different reasons why. So 2020, 2021, like last year, the nicest way that I could put it is it was a perfect storm, essentially, in real estate. Right. So when 2008 happened, a lot of builders thought it was going to take a long time for people to rebuild, for people to rebuild their credit and be ready to buy again. So they didn't build for like two or three years. They barely built anything. And then people came back in like 2011 and they were ready to buy again. Right. Because realistically, after three years, you can buy again, even, even if you have a foreclosure. So they started buying, 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 and demand wasn't there. So that started the competitiveness. Well, then 2020 came in, and the government issued that forbearance. Right. So people could literally not make a payment for, like, up to a year and stay in their house. So those people that maybe were already behind or would have gotten foreclosed on, would have had to sell something, they didn't have to anymore. Right. Because they had a year that they didn't have to do anything on. Right. 
And then, of course, they dropped the interest rates to, like, realistically the lowest interest rates in, like, history. Right. So, again, people that would have bought a bigger house and sold theirs didn't have to anymore because they could refinance for a super cheap amount, get cash out, and either upgrade their house that they had right now, add on to it, do whatever. Right. So that's what really caused our inventory levels to be so crazy, crazy low and caused this perfect storm in real estate. 2008 was a completely different story. Right. That was primarily because banks did not have the restrictions that we have now. Right. And they were issuing literally what we call um, stated income loans. So back then, you could literally call your lender and be like, hey, I make $5,000 a month. And they wouldn't verify that. They would literally take your word for it. And they would issue a loan off of what you call your stated income. And they wouldn't verify it. They just eat the soap. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) They would be like, oh, yeah, you say you make this much? Okay, cool. Sounds good. Here you go. They ate the soap and ended up choking on the Big Mac. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. So So people, I mean, of course, once they they realize, oh, you don't really make that much, those people couldn't make those payments. Right. Or they were selling, um, doing loans for people that had like a 60% income. So basically, like their amount of debt was way more than half of their income. So, yeah, after two or three months, like... They can't make those payments, so right. they ended up getting foreclosed on. Oh, man. Since then, I mean, they've passed a plethora of laws and rules to prevent that from happening. Which is good, though. Yeah, it yeah, is. Which it's, is good. It's really good for consumers, for sure. I always, I always wonder, because, I mean, literally, when you go to Denver now, it's as far as the eye can see with these new housing projects. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I so on the city council... They're good, although they're going to build over here. We asked him like, "What's what? What's the range? What do you what do you think uh, market value? Whatever market value is, they wouldn't even tell us what they think it's going to be worth. Mm-hmm. What a house is going to go for over there? I couldn't even tell you. I have no idea. I couldn't even venture to get probably three hundred thousand. I'll jump off. I have no nothing about it. You know more, but um, oh, what would a new house in Brush you think go for? I mean, probably depending on the lot size, at least three hundred starting out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Paid seventy two thousand for mine. I'm gonna die in that house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not kidding, man. I meet the right lady. I'm like, baby, we gotta stay here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's hard to let go of that payment. No, dude. Yeah, I can't. When I was married, Marty and I, we bought our house in two thousand and one for one hundred thirty eight thousand. You've been in that house. That's, That's a, a badass nice house. house. Yeah. That's a nice house. It's over on Lane Street in Fort Morgan. Okay. Um, yeah. Apartment in the basement. Yeah, full basement I apartment. Mean, so upstairs, two bedrooms, um, one and a half bath downstairs. There's two bedrooms and a bath. And you redid the whole two, bathroom. It was awesome, man. Yeah, it looked, we it was gorgeous. You know, the whole house and everything. And two bedroom or a two car attached garage. Bought it for 138000 from our landlord because we were renting it. And they're like, does that be a good house for you guys? And so we just bought it from him. Mm-hmm. My ex wife sold it last January and it was listed for 320 and the inside of that place was trashed from the people that were renting it. Really? To the point, like, the carpet was missing. They just let their animals just shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was disgusting. Marty and I, we walked through it before she listed it, and we were both in tears. Just all the time and effort and money we put into that house to see it in that shape. Mm-hmm. But she still got it. She still got her asking price, I'm pretty sure. Because I know the lady that bought it. Right. So, but yeah, it's just crazy. 
there's a in Denver we have to deliver to a Kroger there in Commerce City, mm-hmm. and uh, you know what I'm talking about. And all those condos around there now. Yeah. I don't know, what's the sign say? Starting at 450, the 450s. Yeah. I'm like, who? What? Are, what do these people do for a living? Affordably starting at 450. Yes. <laughs> 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 yes. Affordable. What? I mean, my God, I just have to sell blood and semen every month just to make the damn bills, <laughs> and work where I'm working, and find a rich old lady. You know what I mean? That's. What do people do for a living that they can afford that? It, it blows my mind, dude. I've just I come mean, to the, the, I guess. Conclusion? The conclusion that they just are swimming in debt for their whole just life. Just living above their means, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. If that's what you enjoy in life is your house, I mean, that's, God bless. You yeah. know I mean? It's your decision. It's, you know, if, if one of you has to work just to make the house payment, it is what it is. So yeah. that's crazy, man. That's crazy. What's the uh, biggest markup on a house you've ever seen? Oh God! Biggest markup. I mean, well, let me rephrase like in, that in a short time. I mean, like, so they're asking three hundred thousand, and what it ended up going for after people were bidding on it. Oh God! Um, out here, I th- well, the biggest one that I've seen. Well, actually, one of them was my listing. I had a listing in Fort Morgan, um, and it was. I mean, it had been a rental for years, and we listed it and probably within three days we had like 10 offers That's ended crazy. up accepting an offer for like $60,000 over asking. <laughs> and I remember I called the agent cause it was when escalation clauses were a big thing, which an escalation clauses, you put it in the contract that, you know, my seller, my buyer will beat out any other offer by X, like a thousand dollars up to like, you know, 400,000 or something. Right, right. Well, this realtor sent me this this wording and it says it'll be, you know, every offer by like $1,000, but it didn't have like a cap. I'm like, oh shit. No, like up, like up to what amount? And right. she's like, well, up to whatever amount it is. I'm like, are you serious? Like, what if we get an offer for like 450,000? Like, they're just going to like right. pay that? And then the buyer was like willing to pay the difference. Like, Seriously, there's no there's no cap on this. Like your buyer wants this house that bad. It wasn't even like the nicest house. It was like average house, but it wasn't like, you know, granite countertops and like brand new. No, it was like your average house, but they really, really wanted it. What if Dr. Evil walks in and gives us one billion dollars? I mean, you know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, but then again, where were they from? They were from here. Okay. But apparently they had like just sold their house so they had that you know they sold for like three times what they bought so they had a nice little you know amount of money in the bank that they could cover you know 50 60 thousand dollars over what the price was i'm like that's just ridiculous a girl was dating at time i went back with her to uh, oklahoma grove in afton oklahoma and her sister (laughs) lived there we stayed with her and she had a nice house it was probably 2,500 square feet, set on nine acres of land just outside of town, right? Really awesome. Great setup. And I was like, you know, if you don't mind asking, what what'd you pay for this here? Uh, this was four years ago. 125000 I go, get the fuck. Wow. I said, in brush, you can buy a tough shed for 125000 <laughs> They'll even cut the hole out where you potty. At, I you mean, know? you <laughs> can buy a lot nowadays yeah. for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was awesome, man. I was like, man, if Oklahoma didn't suck so bad, I would move here. <laughs> I love you, Mac, by the way. God bless Oklahoma. So, all right. Well, I, before we go, I will say, though, if you do want to learn more about uh, uh, real estate and how to buy a home and uh, great advice, I know of a good podcast. 
I do. I have um, a podcast called Real Talk with Adriana. Um, so I do some real estate advice. And then on my Facebook page and YouTube channel, I've started putting a lot of like educational type videos of like different steps in the home buying process. Because I mean, most of people only do it like once or twice. Right, right. And it's super overwhelming. I mean, they're making literally the signing the biggest check. Right. Especially now, like, of yeah. your life. Yeah. So I try to make sure that people are super, you know, confident and know as much about what they're signing themselves up for as they right. can. So I've got a podcast that I do, you know, a little bit of education stuff, um, answer some questions, some how-tos, some what-not-to-dos about real estate. So That's awesome. Check that out. Where do I find it? Um, it's on YouTube and on um, Spotify, Facebook page. Okay. Cool. Um, and one more time, where can I find it? Um, right, um, that's not what I meant to say. <laughs> the, the name. Yes. Oh, Real Talk with Adriana. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We've been together a while, you can tell. We've been working together, so you got to read my mind, you know. It's like a married couple, you know? <laughs> we, you know we, we, I used to make that joke all the time when we were doing the comedy shows. I'm like, it's like we're married. Like when he calls, I get pissed off and don't want to talk to him. We're not sleeping together. <laughs> yeah. We just, yes, it's, right. we know what each other's thinking. It's like, you know. But sometimes you don't want to know what the other person's <laughs> thinking, right? And when he does that, phone, like, this son of a bitch. <laughs> I, know, I know you're just watching TV at him. <laughs> it's a damn phone fool. So, Adriana, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. It was were, fun. Were you nervous at all? You know, not too bad because I've done, um, on my podcast and stuff, I've done yeah. like a couple of interviews with like some cool. inspectors and stuff like that. So it wasn't too bad. Okay. I always ask people, would you come back and do it again? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Sometimes it's hard to get people to come try it, you know, step outside of their comfort zone to do it. Yeah. But when they're done, everybody has a good time doing it. So, oh, yeah. right. We make fun and listen to people eating soap. You're not gonna <laughs> I'm never going to let that one out. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm Adam Vokey. Until next time. Peace.